Welcome to Authentically Me. This is your host, Megan Sines. My purpose is to bring you real, raw, and honest conversations to help uncover the vulnerability in all of you. New episodes every Monday, so leave the judgment at the door because it's time to get authentic. Welcome back. How many of you know a survivor of sexual abuse or assault but can't find the right words or actions to support them best. I'm assuming a lot of people. Because this topic is so taboo and not talked about enough at all, survivors are so misunderstood. So today we're going to be talking about things to say and not to say to survivors and how to support them along their journey. So here are three ways to support survivors of sexual assault. One, listen. This is literally the most important step. Providing a non-judgmental listening space is amazing and definitely the number one tip. Number two is validate their feelings. So you might say things like, thank you so much for sharing this with me. Abuse is never your fault. Number three is ask what the person needs. Don't assume, ask. So do you want me to find some resources or just listen? Or do you just need some space? Ask them what they are needing from you in that moment. Here's a few tips or ways that you can show up if you want to help support them. You can offer to help find resources if they're interested in them. They might want support finding a trauma-informed therapist, aka me, hotlines, or information on how to report. It's important to meet people where they are at because you avoid them getting mad and you avoid getting mad. For example, I didn't want to admit that like me being sexually assaulted had impacted my life, but the people around me did in the beginning stages and they didn't push anything on me. They met me where I was at. You can also check in with them periodically. So a quick text saying, I wanted to see how you're doing. I'm thinking of you can really go a long way. Give the survivor space to feel their feelings. So let them know that it's acceptable to laugh, cry, scream, or simply just be quiet with you. And another one is the goal is to get them to the next stage. That is all. That is all, guys. That You just need to get them to the next stage and meet them where they're at. So I want to go over seven things that you could say to a survivor. Number one, you could say it's not your fault. Number two, you could say, I believe you. Number three, you could say, all of your feelings are valid. Number four, I'm here for you. Number five, I'm really happy we have created a safe space in our relationship for you to come to me about this. Number six, what can I do to help? And number seven, I admire you for speaking about it. Things not to do. Do not treat them differently. Do not say, I'm sorry that happened to you, or you are so brave. The I'm sorry phrase, some people like, but personally, over the years, I'm not a fan of it, and I know plenty of other survivors who aren't either. It brings the survivor down to a level of there's something wrong with them, so let's treat them differently. It's also just really awkward. Like, you shouldn't be the one apologizing. It's like, what is a survivor supposed to say back to that when you tell someone they're so brave It's like saying they aren't allowed to break down during one of the most traumatic situations of their entire life. So just don't do that. Do not assume they want to hug or any type of physical touch, even if they were a hugger before. I'm sure they're not now. So at least in my experience, that was the case. But always just 
ask before and do not say everything happens for a reason. You might think it provides some perspective, but it's actually super invalidating. Their experience did not happen for a reason, but because we live in a chaotic world and people make decisions every day, sometimes not caring how they impact the people around them. So just be really cautious about the words that you're choosing. Do not say what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Trauma does not make you stronger. It gives you a chronically dysregulated nervous system. So if they ended up getting stronger down the road, that's because of their hard work and energy, not the trauma. Do not say I've been there too. No two people have the same exact experience. So rather than assuming, try inquiring and then meet them where they're at. Do not say you should go out more. It's really not that simple. Trauma responses tend to be elevated when the environment is less predictable. So going out more without a trauma-informed strategy is actually a really bad idea. Do not say time heals all wounds. This is outright false, and especially with trauma. Trauma is encoded in our central nervous system, so it feels like yesterday, even if it was 50 years ago. Do not say, why don't you tell them to stop, or why didn't you just leave them? These are so invalidating and honestly ignorant comments. Everyone reacts different in trauma, especially sexual assault situations. Most survivors go into a freeze disassociation response for their body to physically survive. So definitely do not say that. And to conclude things, this is a super fast and straightforward to the point episode. But dear survivors, just because you feel guilty doesn't mean you are. I want you to know it wasn't your fault. Your voice truly matters. And no matter what I do... My job will always be to share my story. Love, a fellow survivor. Thank you so much for listening. My goal is to always create a safe space to be vulnerable in. And if you benefited from this episode in any way, the best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your team. Or even better, drop me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, I love being a resource to you on Instagram at HealWithMegan. I can't wait to share space with you all again next week. Sending you all love and healing.